I'm Mike. And I'm Tom. And on this week's Planning Tits, we're discussing Minted.com's 46 questions to ask your wedding DJ or band. Minted is a popular wedding invitation site that offers a planning blog to site visitors. There's a lot the stationary experts got right here, but there's some stuff that we think they got wrong, too. So as the entertainment experts, we're breaking this list down into four episodes. Today's topic, logistics. You're listening to the EMG Podcast with your hosts, Mike Saltpaw and Tom Gambuza. Hey, Tommy, we're back, buddy. Yes, we are. All right, this is number three for me. I'm feeling good now. I'm back in my rhythm. After after three weeks. I'm great. back. And Love it. I'm going to throw a curveball at you right now. Oh, boy. First three questions under Minted.com's uh, questions you should ask your entertainment DJ band under the logistics heading. The first three are garbage. They are. Okay, so can we lump them together? Sure. Okay. One, two, and three. Question number one, what type of equipment do you use? Number two, what are your power and amplification requirements? Number three, how much space will you need? Do you want to take this one or do you want me to tell you why all three of those are terrible questions? <laughs> um, you could take it. I feel like you're very opinionated on this one. Go ahead. Okay. What type of equipment do you use? Oh, well, actually, I use a Behringer X32 rack mount uh, mixer with uh, 15-inch LD tops and 18-inch uh, subs. We do a crossover at 100 uh, decibels. And so, Okay. What does that mean to anyone? <laughs> Nothing. Bad question. <laughs> Unless you're a sound engineer. What are your power and amplification requirements? Ladies and gentlemen, I've been playing professionally for 20 years. I have no idea. <laughs> like I said, in a, I think I said this in a previous episode, stick me near an outlet. <laughs> yeah, stick me near an outlet. People say 120 volts. I'm like, that sounds like it's deadly. It cool. sounds like great. It's fantastic. Um, how much space will you need? That is not your responsibility to ask unless you're you're booking in, uh, in uh, an unconventional yeah. setting or venue. It is my job when I get there to make it work. Yes. Right? So all three of those are sort of bad questions. My counter to this is ask a more of a, an experience question. So like, Hey, quick question. Um, have you ever had equipment go out on you? How do you handle yep. sort of uh, when you get to a place and it's not like the ideal spot, see if they have experience troubleshooting those things. I couldn't have said it better. And that's why I said it, baby. There you go. That's why I gave it to you. All right, good. Wait, <laughs> you gave it to me. Well, you said, do I want to take it? I said, no, you, you take oh, you're it. You're right. You're right. That's three times now. You take right. the next one, Tom. Okay. Uh, what does setup and breakdown entail? Um, I, I'm a little confused by this question. Are you are you are you asking about time? Are you asking about like you labor? Like how, how, yeah. how many people am are I involved? Am, you want to know how I'm taping your wires down? Like what? I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what that means. Um, however, in in we'll get to pricing and you know all that stuff in a later episode, but. That could be involved with like the pricing, I guess, too. I, I don't know. Does it? Is it included? Yeah. I don't know. I would say better question to ask is um, how early are you on site? That's a good question. That's a good question. Yeah. Right here, minimum, minimum two hours before the first contracted service. So yes. if your reception is at seven, but we're doing your ceremony at five, we are there at three o'clock. 
Yeah. And that's that a, could that could change depending on the production and the setup and, you know, the size of the band, everything like that. Uh, next question is, which band members will be performing that day? We've talked about that under music. You definitely want to make sure the band that you saw and booked is the band um, specific members that are showing up. So valid question. Don't yeah. know if I would ask it under logistics, but valid question. Um, do you work with an assistant or second DJ? I'll take this one. Go ahead. Yes. At minimum, there will always be, there should be two people uh, on staff that day. I think from a performance standpoint, it makes for a much, much smoother event. Yeah. So good question. Yeah. Good question. Next one. What happens if you or one of the band members is unable to perform? And then the next question is, what's your backup plan if there's an equipment malfunction? All right, so kind of, kind of two part. I mean, musicians are are super people. We don't get sick, so yeah, you can't get sick. You can't. Um, the only the only emergency situation. Look, if I'm on my deathbed, I can crawl out and play the bass. If a singer gets sick, you're gonna want to know if you're hiring a band or a singer for any portion of your day. Does the company uh, or entertainment provider that you're looking at have a backup plan? Right. Yeah. So we we reference Carleo's thing. We want to. We're good, we have the uh, resources to get you across the finish line. Yeah. We we pull from a very deep roster of talent. So if one person gets sick, we always have someone on call that we can bring up behind them. Um, I'm, knock on wood, we've never had to use that really. Right. So, um, but you're going to want to know that they have an answer to that question and they have experience. Same thing with the equipment. Like what happens if equipment malfunctions? And I would say, well, that's why we're on site four hours before your reception. Yep. Right. Um, so good. I, I would say good questions to ask. Definitely good questions. And just to follow that up uh, on the DJ side too, same thing. We have a talent that we can pull from and fill in positions and things like that. Uh, on the equipment side of things, I, I will tell you this, if it's done properly, I did the, I forget how long ago I did this, but uh, we need about seven or eight things to simult- simultaneously fail in order for you not to have any music whatsoever. Mm. It's like, it's like flight. Yeah. It's it like, <laughs> I just agreed with something with, with that you I have, just, no, that idea. I have no idea what you were talking You're like, about. Yeah. Flight. Right. Yeah. Well, airplanes, okay. you know, they say they're safer than cars. They, would, whoever they are. I, I would agree. <sighs> All right, next. Yes, what do you man, typically yeah, yeah. wear? Yeah, everybody tells me I take this one because I'm like the fashion guy around here. Good, Although, qu- good question or bad question? Uh, Good question, I think. Okay. Yeah, I think it's a good question. You want to know that, like, if you're having a certain type of affair, if it's formal, if it's elegant, if it's, you know, laid back, you know, can we can we roll with the punches and we're not going to stick out like a sore thumb? Uh, yeah, it's not a, a so this one and um, the next question to me prior to seeing sort of what else is out there in the landscape, I would have said are bad questions. But based on some of the horror stories I've heard, maybe they, I see why people ask it. Yeah, you know, yeah, you can see why. Yeah. So the next one is how many breaks do you typically require and for how long? Uh, if somebody asked me that question, I'm like, oh, that's a bad question because of course we're going to give you music for four hours straight or whatever, but I understand why you're asking it. So I'm going to go with good question, uh, for a band specifically. Sometimes if you're hiring a non-traditional wedding band, say your favorite bar band, right? They could come in and give you three 45 minute sets and the rest of the time you're getting like a pre-recorded mix. You're going to want to know that before the day of your wedding. Sure. That's not what most wedding bands do we basically take one 
quote unquote large break throughout the night and it's during dinner, uh, at which time you have the opportunity to pick like, do you want recorded music or do you want like a stripped down version of the band so that the volume drops? So valid question to ask. Yeah, I agree. Same thing on the DJ side. Um, we really, it's all continuous music. So, you know, we'll, we'll cycle if there, if it is just the standard configuration of your two person team, one person will go eat dinner while the other one mans the decks, you know, for a couple songs, we eat real quick, we switch out and then we're right back into dancing. Yeah. We're working. We're yeah, working we're, four we're hours working. straight. It's not, it's not a crazy amount of time. Like we can handle it. Um, so what music will be provided during the breaks? Um, you know, I don't know how I feel about this question. For the, I'm going to ask it as if I were coming to you as a DJ. Is that a good question for me to ask you? I don't know. I don't think it gets you the answer that you want. So what's it, a better it, question? You know, is there music played during breaks that might get you an answer that you want? Mm-hmm. However, uh, can you pick the music that is played during breaks? Yeah. And that answer is yes. I'm huge on dinner vibe. I think it. Uh, I, I think it gives the event a nice bridge to where you know you're going from dance set to dance set without having to change the landscape of the atmosphere all too much. So you can you can collaborate on that and and make make something pretty cool. Cool. Um, okay. How many vendor meals will you need? Well, I love this question because I love eating. So. <laughs> I do too. It's something that you're going to want to definitely think about. I'm finding this out now, as Tommy mentioned, I am a groom to be. Um, If you want a band, your vendor meals are going to be, or your your cost of vendor meals is going to go up than if you just had a two-man DJ team. Sure. So definitely something you want to know about. Um, Also, better question is, how many vendor meals for vendors who will be at the reception will you need? Right. That's a better question, right? Because if you're having yeah. a, a string quartet for your ceremony and that's four people, they're not staying they're for not the reception. Staying. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Um, last question, Tom. Do you provide other services such as video projection, lighting, photo booth, etc.? Uh, I get why people ask it. I get why people ask it because um, there are a lot of companies out there that do, you know, the jack of all trades and offer everything in house. Uh, lighting and photo booth are related. Um, video projection, I get, I guess, too. You know, you can ask. Uh, we've fielded a lot of questions outside of this as well, like video and photo and, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, if you want to know what else we offer other than music, I, yeah, I think it's a good question. Great, I think it's a bad question. Um, if you are getting on a phone with a potential vendor or you're meeting face-to-face and you don't know what they offer yet, it means you're not adequately prepared for that meeting. Because before going into any meeting, you should pour over that vendor's site and sort of know what you're walking into. So I personally would say that's a bad question. All right. And this is where Tom and I break up. (laughs) Well, we have one episode left. Next week, Tom, we're talking about pricing and payment. I like that one. All right. Sounds good. We'll see you then. Ciao. You can find us at elegantmusicgroup.com or on Instagram at elegantmusicgroup.